Hey. Hi guys, welcome to the show. This is objectively incorrect. What? What happened? We done sad. So we doing Ghana music. Nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey guys, hey, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm your host for today. Yeah, I'm the guy. So I'm here joining with Mimi. I'm going to call her Mims for the duration because that's what I call her and she gets annoyed when I call her Mimi sometimes. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about New York City, the Big Apple. But just as usual, we're going to do three parts to the show. The first part, we're going to be doing our fact or fiction section. And Mims is already a little bit like real worried about the questions I'm going to ask her. I'm just saying to you guys that she asked for the answers beforehand and I kept it. Because I want to get them right. I want to win. She doesn't mind. Like, I don't like to lose. Yeah, she's, she's, I don't like to lose either. So let's see how this is going to go. And you, as usual, I'm going to ask her, like, not ask her, I'm going to say five statements and she's going to say if they're true or if they're false. Uh, you know, she has to say true or false, right? So let's get started. So number one. The Burj Al Arab is the only seven-star hotel in the world. It boasts five swimming pools and a private beach, nine world-class restaurants and bars. It is the most expensive hotel in the world at USD $24,000 per night. True or false? True. $24,000 is a lot of money, though. Yeah, but there are people who can afford it. Yeah, there are people in this world who can afford it. And it's false. It's not the most expensive. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not the most expensive um, hotel in the world. The actual most expensive hotel is $83,200 a night. And that is the Royal Penthouse Suite at the Hotel President Wilson in Geneva. Wow. Yeah. Do they have golden toilets? I, I don't. I didn't see any golden toilets, but they've they had... They should have. There's a 12-bedroom suite, um, and it has hosted like guests like Bill Gates and Michael Douglas at $83,200 a night. And there are hungry people in the world. And there are hungry people in the world. Yeah, there are. Who could be fed? Who could be more than fed? Yeah, we, we, we kind of create a situation. All right, so number two. Um, there's a charity organization called Food for the Poor that gives over 95% of their proceeds to the poor. The CEO's name is Robin Mafood. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds false. Maybe it is false. I've never heard of a, a charity organization that gives 90-something percent of anything bias. to anybody except their CEOs. Bias. So I'll say false. And it's true. <laughs> um, as one of the original founders for Food for the Poor, Mafood previously served as the executive vice president and secretary of the board of directors of the corporation since its inception in 1982. His name is Robin Mafood. I think that's bad for that's bad PR. It's horrible PR. All right, we're moving along. Number three. Mm. Mims, if you ain't doing it, you got you gotta hit something. Something gonna happen now. <laughs> Tell you just send me a WhatsApp for the answer. 
All right, number three. Mike Tyson was arrested eight times in his life, all but one for assault and battery. I'll repeat it. Mike Tyson was arrested eight times in his life, all but one for assault and battery. False. And you're right. It's false. Ooh. Wow, you're blowing off, eh? She's starting oh. to sweat in the studio, guys. In this little home studio, she's starting to sweat. Mike Tyson has been arrested 38 times by the time he was 13 years old. What? Yeah. He was, he's been arrested. He was sent to a boy's home where they found out that he could box and started training professionally with a farmer boxer. So he had anger problems. That's he had, what it was. He had anger he had issues. issues. He had okay, anger got issues. it. That makes issues. sense. All right, number four, Mems, we have one of three. Let's see if we can make this work. Remember, I'm fighting against you. I'm not on your side. I'm trying to make these. You difficult. have an unfair advantage. But why is that? Because you have access to your phone and the internet. I presently don't. Well, I'm not really. Because I could get all the answers from there. Well, you know, from the time that I, I could said, ask Alexa here. Don't you, dear? Anyway. <laughs> Number four. Books were written by Jack L. Pike. Oh, boy. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> Cancel. All right, let's go. <laughs> Number four. Bamboos take 10 to 15 years to reach full maturity, making it incredibly difficult for groves to regrow after they have been destroyed. That's true. That's false. Bamboo. I quit. <laughs> this is rigged. Bamboo is the fastest growing plant in the world. It could grow up to 35 inches a day. This is rigged. <laughs> it takes two years to reach full maturity, though, which is, I think that's quite fast for a plant. All right, number five. This is the consolation prayer. You honest, make it an all or nothing and make this good. Okay. Let's make it an all or nothing. Here, get a chance to get your money back. <laughs> Wow. Number five. Blood has similar properties to eggs in cooking and can be used as a viable substitute in baking and making ice cream. Blood has similar properties to eggs in cooking and can be used as a viable substitute in baking and making ice cream. I'm just going to say true. Why, why would you say true? Because I think it's false, but every time I think that it's false, it's true. So I'll just say, I'll say, I'll just say true. And the consolation prize goes to Mims. Yes, it's true. And they're actually experimenting it with it um, in Europe. With what type of blood? With animal blood, with oh. specifically pig's blood. Oh. Um, but they're saying that like some kids, they realize gross. there's a rise. It's gross. They realize there's a rise in um, egg intolerance among children. So to find a viable substitute for like so baking. So pig blood? Well, blood That's in general. substitute? Blood in general. It's not just pig's blood. It's, it's really almost any kind of blood. Even human's blood could do as a, as a substitute for eggs. Because it coagulates. Yeah, that's why I figured. Yeah. So once it coagulates, you could use a coagulant as, as, yeah. a, as a substitute. So it's a, since egg tolerance is one of the major food allergies affecting children in Europe, they're, they're searching for some blood as a viable substitute. So guys... We have Mims in the house. <laughs> Mims, what's up? How are you? How are you doing? I lost. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, two out of five. Uh, you know. That's terrible. I tried to do a better job. You know what I found with this show? I've gotten... Well, this is going to be our first show officially, but... 
Yay. I've had some practice. Yeah, I'm really excited. But I've had some practice with like making sure I could throw questions and like make them seem true when they're really false and make them seem false when they're really true. Again, better. So soon people are going to be getting zero. And that's that's not a really good premise. That's not a good <laughs> first start. You know what I mean? First impression. I am trying to win. I'm trying to win. So lately, uh, we went to New York, which was not your first trip. What, how much trips was that for you to go, going to New York? I'm not sure, but I've been going at least once a year for a few years now. For a few years? Yeah. And this was my maiden trip. This was like the first time I went to New York. Yeah, your New York virginity uh, has been taken. Wow, that's just the worst way to look at that. And I must say, I had a, a, I mean, a generally good time. I think I had a, a good time overall. It was a culture shock to me. I think I had a tough time like adjusting to the different New York life. Um, it's very different. Like I'm going to say it, it's just a completely different lifestyle to think it's in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about New York? What what is your what is your affinity to New York? What do you like about it? Um. Well, just that that it's different. Like, you know, in Saint Kitts and in most of the Caribbean islands, it's very laid back, um, very cool, very easygoing. So every now and then, I like to experience something different. You know, and I've always recommended um, that persons, like young persons specifically, and teenagers. They experience something different so that they know that there's a whole different world outside of our small little St. Kitts and Nevis because there's not much places, or maybe there are, but there are a lot of different places in the world that the pace is not so relaxed and you could just experience different things and see different things and feel different things. So um, I've just been going to New York just to get something different most of the times. And of course, for you know the other benefits, um, most things <laughs> are easily accessible there, um, so that's really great. You know, when you order things here, you have to wait two weeks, a oh, week bye. to that get was them. An exactly, but being able to just order something on Amazon and Prime and get it complete. delivered to your house the next day uh-huh. is really, really great. And even different experiences, like something that I really love about New York, is being able to go and see a Broadway show. We and you could go any day of the week and see a, a, an amazing, an amazing, an amazing production. We went to see um, The Lion King, King mm-hmm. which was really it was great awesome. as usual. It was awesome. Like I've seen it before. But it every time awesome. I go, it gives me goosebumps and like I get little tears in my eyes. Like she it's did just, cry. I saw tears. It's just that good. It's just that good. So anybody who is going to New York, I recommend that you go see it. It's pr- it's a little pricey, but for what it is, it's absolutely amazing. You know, I was I was skeptical because when 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 I first saw like the pictures from from the Lion King specifically, um, like I thought the costumes they look cheap. Like I I thought like, I'm serious. I'm serious. I know you're gonna what? Agree. I thought the costumes look cheap. Really? I was like. What is this cheap costume thing? Because the thing is... When when did you see those pictures and where? I think um, early up this year when... I mean, you told me about it last year, but I don't think I looked into it seriously until this year. Like, this year is when I think I looked at it. Like, went on, on, online and looked at pictures. And, like, you know, you could see through the costumes and, like, they have on masks, but, like, you could still see their faces. And I really didn't understand that concept. Like... I could see this person moving this cheetah's arms, man. This is like, this is not an illusion to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not doing a good enough job with these costumes. But when we went and like you hear the music and you see the storyline playing out, I mean, it's not, it's not a storyline that's necessarily new, but to, to feel it 
is different than just the city pictures. And and, and I think like even me and you discussed this at one point. Like you need to see the faces of the characters because yes. that's the performance. That's where the expressions like masks don't have multiple expressions exactly. when you see the people's face. And I mean the whole illusion like. Maybe the first time when you see it, it's going to be like, oh, my God, I could see their faces or I could see these that there are people moving. But after a while, like it just you just get taken into the whole experience and you realize the necessity of having those people's face being seen. Mm -hmm. And everybody's just moving so majestically like you know it doesn't take you out of it at all and again Mm -hmm. the facial expressions are important, even when the person who does the cheetah, she Mm -hmm. is so graceful yeah man it's like she moves her God. head yeah she does she personifies the cheetah, the cheetah yeah. so again you're not taken away you're not you don't feel like okay it's a cheetah and a person it's um true. there was no there was no mix-up I, I, and i will say i will say and i know you're not allowed me to say it but i'll say it anyway like the only problem i had with that show it was beautiful guys it's great you should go you should definitely see it it's and definitely the singing worth it. the singing is amazing is amazing rafiki like the way she opens the show the rafiki is a woman yeah right? the way she opens the show that, that voice has water oh my, my god the first the first like that's crazy the and also what's number. super great about it is um how they have like people in the audience, mm-hmm. like in the different places. Yes, so you they could do. look up and you see dancers and singers right next, right to, you. next to you. You feel like you're part of, of the entire exactly. jungle, right? It's like utopia. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I definitely think if you're going to go, I mean, I'm not sure if you're going to see the Lion King, but you definitely should take him by the way. If you're going to go all the way to New York, yeah, the, the prices. See the Lion King. Uh, well, you know. See the She's going to say see the Lion King. I'm going to say see a show, like open up culturally. And see, you're not gonna ex- you're not you're not gonna regret it. And I didn't like the Reliant King is one thing I would never regret in my life. Like that was an experience for me. There was a specific part in the show, and I don't know if I should talk about it. You can. But there there was a specific part in the show when he was talking to his dad, like um, Simba was talking to his father and whatnot. And the effect, the lights. The way they put the face together. Oh, when he was talking to the spirit, the, the spirit of, of his, his dad. dad. This, oh my God! It was. It was, it was like so it was so it was it was like ethereal amazing and the, the thing is and everything the staging is perfect and lighting and it's the mist everything the mist everything they is, had these sparkly things in front of it everything is it really was good perfect and, and then even timing. as um I mean, regular human beings, but even us as creatives, mm-hmm. I think different things like would that would affect us. Yeah, would yeah. inspire us, you mm-hmm. know, and also again. I like to go to New York because it shows me that there's things outside of sync. It's, so even for artists and creatives, it shows you that there's um, creative realms that you've not reached yeah, to. Like, this yeah. is what's happening out here. What from this you could take home and use to inspire other people. True. How could you take whatever you're doing to the next level? It's true. But and Lion York, King is the I Lion talk, King. I talked to my dad today and he said, like, the one thing about New York that he loves is that everything is on just a grander scale. Like, everything that you can imagine. If you could if you could hear somebody singing, you go to New York and hear them singing on a different scale. Like, you see somebody, like, I saw it ad hoc or whatnot, but one time we were on the train and there was this guy playing a guitar and I swear it was a saxophone. Like, he's just on, like, he's on the platform in the subway. He has a guitar. He has, like, um, like a boombox or something wrapped up in, like, fabric or whatnot. And he's playing the heck out of this guitar. And he is amazing. Like, I could have sworn it was a saxophone. And it's just, that's what I mean. Like, the, the talent 
is on a different level. It might not always be on a stage, but just through walking through life and just moving through life, like moving through New York, there's just a different sort of cultural experience. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. So what else did you like about, what else do you love about New York? Um, what did I say? Access to things. And just like your dad said, everything is on a greater, everything is on a larger scale. Again, <laughs> I mean, you have to take in New York. Well, for me, I like to take in New York at a little piece at a time. Like I think the most I could do is probably two weeks, maybe three. Three might be a little stretch. Um, but definitely everything is at a larger scale. Um, just, you know, just different experiences, just experiencing something different. I think, again, it's very important to escape your mundane routine. Because sometimes for me, it's very easy to be caught in a cycle, in a rotation. We just do the same thing over and over. We see the same people. We see the same things. And we go through life and that's just it. But, you know, just being able to travel to somewhere that seems to be completely opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have some similarities. Mm-hmm. But to go to a place where that seems to be opposite just gives you that shock. And it also inspires you at the same time. I find, I find New York to be very inspiring. Like there's every imaginable character in New York gotcha. City. Anything that there is to be, uh, any person, any person that there could that walks on exist, the face of the earth, they exist in New York. So it's 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 almost like, just like how the Caribbean is becoming a melting pot of so many different people. Mm. New, York New York has already, already totally a melting, pot, yeah. a melting pot of so many different people, and that's why um, the culture of New York is so difficult to define because there's so many different people you have. A lots of Car- lots of Caribbean people. We stayed with Africans. Mm-hmm. There's Indians. There's Arabs. There's Chinese. There's Jews. There's Jew. There's, there's Jews. Jews. We can talk about that a little later. God on. damn. There's Jews. <laughs> we can talk about that a little later. There's just people. There are people from Australia. We met Russians. We met Russians. Yeah. I mean, they're just people from whoops, every single every single walk, every diff, every background, and they, it's just a melting pot. I mean, where everything kind of fuses together, mm. and even outside of nationalities, just people with different talents, people with different abilities. It's just a, it's a, a crazy melting pot of people, people with different mentalities. So you could sit on the train. I mean, like you spoke to everybody. I Every, didn't speak to everybody. You spoke to, to almost everybody That's that we true. saw. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not speak to everybody we saw. I In spoke. my opinion, you spoke to almost everybody that we saw. And you could get, I mean, as human beings, we do have similar stories. So there's some similar messages that come out when you speak to different, different people, people. But still, the it's difference different. in experiences, the difference in backgrounds, you know, this difference in mentality, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. When we came off the plane, I remember... Um, I remember when we met the guy, the Uber guy, that story. What, what happened is we came off the plane, we, we grabbed the Uber, and we came in, and I thought the guy was extremely unkind. I thought he was rude. He didn't answer. We came in. I was like, good, after, good, good evening. I said, good night. You said, good night. No answer. I said, good night, good night, with even more like volume and no answer. He didn't and look back. And I said, back. just leave him. And you were like, Stephen, just leave him. I'm like, but he, we, like, I, in my opinion, I felt like I paying this guy, like the least he could do is tell me good night. That's all he's saying. You're paying him to drive. I know, but still. Again, it was a cult, it was new, different. Yeah, exactly. I was you're a new experience. And then you asked him basically like where you could get a charge. And the, 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 the least thing he did was he pointed and he said, you could, you could use this one here. And we're driving and we're behind having a, a very 
animated conversation as, as I think we usually have animated conversation. And I was blown away, like in a different place. And I looking at these skyscrapers already, seeing like, you know, trains in the background and seeing New York in a different perspective because as far as the eye could see is just buildings. I'm not used to that at all, right? And we're driving and then this guy, like he starts opening up. I think you asked him where he's from. Yeah, I did. And he said he's from the Himalayas. That's the first time I met somebody and from I've the Himalayas. I've never met somebody from the Himalayas before. Yeah, I've never met and somebody. And the from story the that he gave us was basically he's been in New York for 12 years and he's just here to work. His family, um, he has a, a wife and a daughter and they live in the Himalayas. And how in the Himalayas they could be miles apart from anybody. Your neighbors could be a mile away from you. Yeah. I found that to be like, I found it mind blowing because he was like, I'm here for 12 years. And I'm going to be here for two more years before I even get to see my family again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all he does is work. He works 14 hours a day, 16 hours a day, goes home and then gets back up and do it, just does it again. Which is a common story and trope in New York. I, I don't think if that, that workaholic nature transmits way beyond the, the whole I don't know if spectrum. it's necessarily a workaholic um, nature. I think it's more of a sort of do or die kind of nature. Also, it's not like I'm a workaholic because I love to work so much that I want to work 16 hours or 14 hours a day. It's just that I have to do it in order for me to survive and in order for me to support my family. I mean, as you would have experienced, New York is extremely expensive. Yeah. And I have to tell this to people all the time because people, again, that's why it's important for people to travel. Like, just save your money. I know it might not seem like something immediately rewarding, but just the mental expansion that you get from traveling and seeing different things, it works out in the long run. New York, from my experience, and of course from your experience, oh, I mean, God. I'm used to I it now, thoughts. and I told you about it going <laughs> in, so did. don't she make it try. seem like she did try. they just jump on you and beat you over they're the being, head to still, take your money. I still didn't. New York is expensive. very expensive. expensive. If you're going to do anything, I mean, you don't have to pet to spit on the side of the road, it seems, but I'm pretty sure soon you would have to <laughs> pet to, pet to, to spit, spit on, on the side of the road. I mean, just saying that you have to pay for everything. Everything has a cost to it. And I think there's so much people in St. Kitts who feel like going to the States. Mm -hmm. And most of the times when they say States, they mean New York, because I think people have the, the idea here that New, New York, York is States. probably only part in the States. Lord Maybe man. New York Lord and man. Miami. No, but it's true. It's true. I feel I like Kittishans feel largely like just when you think about the states I went far in, like people think that you either gone to Miami or you gone to New York just because they are large. Uh, maybe LA. I'll say LA sometimes. Or Vegas. Or Vegas? No, I don't Vegas think is, so. Is Vegas, is Vegas, I don't. I don't think so. It's Vegas. just because there are a lot of Caribbean people living in those two oh, yeah. states mm -hmm. in Miami. I'm um, in Miami, Florida. In Florida, there are lots of Caribbean people. And in, and in New, York, New York, there are lots, lots and Caribbean. lots of Caribbean mm -hmm. people. Like, I would remember when I just started going there and I went specifically for a Labor Day and just seeing so many Kittishan people who I, who I hadn't seen home in such a long time, like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> it it kind of blew my mind like this is where y'all gone I mean oh, I just happening to go to church with my cousin and seeing like 10 different Kittishan people like how small is this place, place that I could cut uh, how many of y'all are up here why everywhere I turn I, I could, could see Kittishans but yeah there are lots of Caribbean people in those two places so again when sometimes say people say yeah people just feel like you're going to New York or you're going to um, Florida um, but yeah like Sorry. But everything, is everything again is I want to comment on that. I want to comment on that. You did tell me. You did, she did, guys, she did say 
that Stephen up there is a little expensive. I think I think you use the word little. A little. It's a little over. I don't know if I said a little, but I know I definitely but told I know, you that it is expensive. I know. From the time, even when we were at the airport and like we were trying to pick up a, a phone card or something, a SIM a card, SIM card. We pick up a SIM so that we could communicate and use a thing. Like, I was supposed to see $80, $80 SIM cards. Like, I was, I was still blown away. I was like, what? 80 US? Just like that? Like, it, it, to me, to me, to me, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And the food is expensive. The food is expensive. Guys, if you're going to go to a dollar store, you're going to go to a dollar store. A dollar store is going to sell you dollar store things. But if like, you're going to a restaurant, even if you're going to like, a, we, we found a morning spot that phone was really, really good. Amazing. And we're going we're gonna to promote them for free because <laughs> free is in your paid. Um, we're going to show to Manny's. Manny's is if you're in, in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. What it is and Patchen, Patchen Avenue. Patchen Avenue 12, or something. We really got to tell it. Look, just go in Google and type in Manny's. Yes. And you're going to find them. Manny's. M-A-N-N-Y-S. Is it that or N-I-E-S? No, M-A-N-N-Y-S. Yes, you're right. Yes. Fine, fine. I could be wrong. But I'm saying, we went to Manny's. Manny's was amazing. The food was great. Very small Cafe, rustic, rustic thing, but Caribbean. it's owned by Caribbean people. Whoop, whoop. Well, a Jamaican lady, the guy did say a Jamaican yes. lady, and a solution man, a Saint Lucian manager, and the food was awesome. Yeah, and they have, they do have lots of other Caribbean staff. As yes, they do, they do. They are, are Caribbean staff. Uh, people who have Caribbean origins, like yeah. mother and father, yeah, 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 yeah. which was really good, and I appreciated it. I also have some Mexicans, but that's fine. Everybody needs a little Mexican, Mexicans. Everybody needs a little bit. But what I found, what I wanted to say about that is that even to get like, um, and this is for, for for definitely for Eastern Caribbean people, just to get like breakfast will cost you like anywhere between thirty five and forty five US dollars, like just breakfast, like between two people. Right, and I think that puts it in perspective because I think in in saying it's like you could probably get breakfast for two people easily for forty easy dollars, or uh, whatever the case is. So it's almost the same dollar for dollar, but again with the exchange rate. Which, for God's sakes, I just couldn't get up my mind at some points. Like we wanted to go, uh, top of the rock. Yeah. Top of the rock. How much were they charging? To- I think it was thirty dollars. It's thirty or thirty-five US each person or something yeah. like that. Just says thirty dollars again, like like I'm gonna tell conversion. you guys. Like, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna give you the conversion because we in here working for EC dollars and it's just a little bit, not a little bit. It's like a, almost a third, right? Like it's just you have to curb your mentality. And I'm giving them a general understanding that it's 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 a different place. And I think especially in Manhattan, Manhattan, like the core of New York, like that's like the city center. That's downtown. That's where everything. It's just grandeur than grandeur than life, that's right? That's Mecca. That's the Mecca. That's the... That's it, right? And to see that part, just to see that part of New York to me was worth it. Like, to see Manhattan was worth it. Yeah, I remember you with your mouth Oh, open. my God. Like, guys, I <laughs> came out... Coming out they, and seeing I came out, Oh, night. my God. No, actually, my mouth opened when we went in the daytime. We went but to close to But your mouth was open more. Well, well, maybe you you could see me for, 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 for it at dinner, and but, in the nighttime is when you really it's beautiful. See, see. But you know what's beautiful, beautiful? about mm. it's beautiful. I, I think it's beautiful. It's I like lights. I like lights. I'm a I'm a photographer. I like video lights. Is what I do. I like lights, right? But I was talking about when we first came out at Brant Park. Remember when we came out close to the, the, the train station, mm-hmm. sub the subway at Brant Park, and we're mm-hmm. walking up the stairs, right? And I. Open and gaze my eyes upon the tallest building I've ever seen. 
And I know it's only uninitiated I'm in, a real life. in real life. My God, <laughs> this building was humongous and glass just everywhere. I was there. I looked like a tourist. I took out my phone. I don't usually take pictures of anything. But for some reason, this trip, I was just taking pictures with my phone as much as possible. Not necessarily sharing them, but I think taking pictures to relive them. Mm. But just to see that building. And one other thing about New York that nobody talks about. I love the fact that they have especially in Brooklyn, so much trees. There are so many trees like on the streets of Brooklyn. And I think it's something that even like we in St. Kitts could probably take a little bit, maybe in the Caribbean in general, could take a little bit of inspiration from. Like to even when we're building our little like suburbs and we projects and so like to remember to include trees. Because trees really cut up the monotony. I mean, most people probably say, hey, you could see the mountain in the background. Yeah, but like trees are great. Like I love trees. You know, like you're walking along a path and there's a tree, like it just gives shade, it gives it gives pronunciation. Life. And it life. Gives life. Like even when you look at like when we were in Brooklyn, we were staying somewhere. I don't remember. I don't know exactly where we were staying. But what I'm saying is when you look over into the distance, you the see ghetto. trees. The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Ucha. The ghetto. The ghetto. But still, like you look over and you see the trees and stuff. And it's I thought it was beautiful. I thought, I thought. New York was different. New York has beautiful. its own. It, it it has its own charm. Again, with the incorporation of trees, and then you have these very rustic-looking buildings, mm-hmm. these very old brickwork Brick building. Work. Like mm-hmm. there's a beauty in it. In it. There's there the, the, there's something there that's charming about it. In once between, you open in up your the eyes, commercialism. in between the commercialism, once <laughs> you open your eyes to see it, there's something beautiful in it. Again, in, that in itself, it's something. Um, Nice to experience. And the parks. I really like the parks too. Like Bram Park, I think was... I like Bram Park. I think it has... It's not a huge Bram park. Bram Park is cute. I it's love cute, it. But yeah. It's cute. But the thing is... And they have really station. nice bathrooms. Oh, the bathrooms are awesome. Which is the next thing I want to talk on. And this is a criticism of New York. Why do you want she's to She's already about? vexed, guys. Cause I'm she's not like, vexed. She's already twisting up. She, guys, don't, don't, don't start it up. So like... I don't appreciate the fact that you could go in the subways, travel for hours... And not have a bathroom in any subway. You could pee right there, like everybody Obviously. else. <laughs> and that's one thing that shocked me too. Like when when we got to the subway, the smell, like the subway smells like excrement to me. And it's not just one subway. A lot of the subways smell like excrement to most, me. They were one, most, most, 90 something percent. Maybe it was just one that we went to that was nice. Uh, okay. Okay, nice. Okay. okay. Which was what? The museum? I think the, the one closest to the museum? Yeah. Yeah, I think the that Brooklyn one. The Brooklyn Museum. The Brooklyn Museum, which again was the next experience. My God. But anyway, like, walking around New York, that's, I think, the only uncomfortable thing, the uncomfortable thing for me. It's like, you could walk for a very long time without finding a, 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 a restroom. There's, like... Bram Park had a restroom. I think there was another restroom in some little other enclave or uh, whatever. But generally, there's no like public facilities generally. You have to go into a restaurant and pay for something. I don't particularly like Does that. Does Sankis have public facilities? And that's the thing. You know what? I thought about it and I'm like, do we? No, we don't. But then Sankis is so tiny. Like, like you're not going to be holding your pee for hours in Sankis. You know what I mean? Like, you're not... And St. Kitts does have some public facilities. Down in the Pelican Mall, you could use the Pelican Mall's bathroom as long as there's a shipping, I think. Hopefully. And usually, I think we're nicer than New Yorkers. I'm sorry. I think we're much nicer. Like, in terms of, hey, you know, I could have used the bathroom, except for 
one or two companies you could, you could generally hey i need to use the bathroom could i use the bathroom it's like yeah you could use it go ahead i mean you can walk into an office building but i mean like a restaurant i don't know but then like when last have you used <coughs> excuse me <coughs> a restaurant bathroom i think most restaurants they would prefer if you purchase something just like in new york city they uh, prefer if you even buy a bottle of water i think i think before maybe, you use their bathroom maybe you're right but like i think in general, but again, that just made you uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But and then because it was starting time. to get cold, you of wanted course. to pee a lot more often. A lot more often. Like guys, three times an hour, three times an hour, no less. Yeah. Your sack yeah. is full. You need to empty it. TMI. Was it TMI? <laughs> One thing I like to I like the Brooklyn Museum. We went to the Brooklyn Museum. That was my first time going into a museum like that. Weird. Like you could be in there for days. To me. Yeah. We only explored what two floors, maybe three. We went on three floors, but I don't think we fully explored any floor. It was just not particularly. It was just too big. It was it was too much. And like, we went to this Egyptian. <clears throat> there was this Egyptian um, exhibit. But when I say an exhibit, it's not like a single thing. It's like rooms upon rooms upon rooms of like just Egyptian myth and sexuality and 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 these poems these book of the dead poems that were really interesting it's just to me i love the way that they impact like whenever they do stuff like this educational stuff i love the way they take the time with it and they really put in a lot of effort and energy into making it great the brooklyn museum is definitely worth it and the fact that you could pay anything you want to get in there yeah (laughs) absolutely brilliant Absolutely brilliant. This like what was the suggested cost? Twenty five US. Twenty, I think it's twenty US. But if you have a dollar, they would let you in. They would let you in for a dollar. Yeah, definitely visit the. But last year, last year was the first time I went to the Brooklyn Museum. Like I went to this Kitchen Gala and this guy I met and he's like, you should go to you. The, where do you stay? I said, I stay in the Bronx. And he's like, you need to come to Brooklyn. And then the next day he took me down to the the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Museum. Museum and I was just in awe. Like, it's absolutely phenomenal, absolutely educational. It's like walking through a show on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. where you could see these things. And even in certain, with certain exhibits, like, they exert so much emotion. Yeah. So you just feel, like, feel. being able to see these grand pieces or read things about your ancestors. And you just feel a sense of reverence and a sense of awe. And even just looking at different art pieces, again that aspect of inspiration again yeah. they're just there's just different things offered in new york that you're not going to find here of course sankis has a museum mm-hmm. but unfortunately our museum pales in comparison to and the thing is it's the not Brooklyn. that with history i think it's, it's not even that we history pales in comparison to no i don't think so at all but i think the job that we do in retrieving it and maintaining yeah, yeah. it and presenting it it's just not done in as an as attractive way yeah. as That's it's been done in um, the Brooklyn Museum. And again, I think we have an advantage because this is our culture. This mm-hmm. is our story. These are our artifacts. The Brooklyn Museum is borrowing artifacts from all over the from world. From all over the world, exactly. So we should be able to tell our story in a much better way. But again, they seem to be ahead of us. And, of, and I mean, Let's not giving us... The, the not giving us the slack i mean we're getting there we're getting better um so but there's there's just improvement to be made and again 
I'm going to keep repeating it. Sometimes when you travel to these other places, you see where improvements in your own country or in your own self, in your own craft, in your own business could be done. Yeah. Like I think you were even saying, um, just seeing the advertising and promoting yeah. in New mm-hmm. York City just gave you change, some yeah? ideas. And it did. Like, exactly. It completely, I think it completely changed because not only just that, but the, the customer experience. Like mm-hmm. when I became, because of being in New York, I became a customer. Like, uh, and like that's all I was like it, uh, in New York. That's all I was. I was trying to find experiences and do stuff. And what I found is that the the attractions that made it easier for me, like the ones that had the price up front, the one that you know different small things, I was able to you know basically interact with them. Like if if it, if they made it difficult for me, then it would be a no. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the time to like run behind you and so on. And that's something in sync is that's different. Like in sync is we move at a way slower pace. Like okay. I make, As I said before. I make a, I make I could come to you and say, like, I need you to do something for me. You get back to me the next day. You get back to me three days after. Like if I was experiencing that in New York, that would have been enough for me. You of know course, and like, you just move on to the next You move on to the next one. Whatever exactly. is more convenient, you know? Exactly. So like and the advertising, like I think America, I don't know if it's just New York, I don't want to say just New York. I mean, giving New York all of it. But America has perfected advertising. It's a little annoying when you're trying in New York City and you're trying to watch a YouTube video. Oh, no. You have to watch YouTube a minute of advertising. A minute of advertising before. Like, before. That was interesting for me. That was yeah. different. Not in a good way. When I first experienced it too, I was very annoyed. It is annoying. Because what you're trying to do, again, it's wasting time. One thing I realize about New York too is the speed at which everybody moves. Like in New York, not just in speed in terms of I'm trying to service you, but the speed, the train speed, everything. You go on a train, everybody is moving like as if they're, they're late. Like everybody is moving as if they're late. And it gets to you too. Like you might be on vacation, but that that energy, that kinetic energy that everybody around you is giving, you end up adapting it. So I ended up running off the trains. I ended up running upstairs. I ended up, like because you're just like everything is moving so quickly. Like we need to go. We need to go. We need to go. And that's one thing I think you said it. You made a statement of it while we were there. You said um like New York is not really like a vacation for you particularly. It's a chance to see other things. Yes. But it's not a chance to really relax. No, really. it's not. It's not. It's not the city it's of not relax. relax. No, it's not the city of relax at all. As you said, everything is go go go. Everything is fast. Fast food is fast food. <laughs> everything, everything is just, everything is just fast. Everything happens really, really quickly. Um, and that's, that's just it. Like everybody fee- seems like they're in a rush. Everybody seems like they're in a hurry. It's, <laughs> and by the time you're finished again, that's why I said I only could take New York in like two weeks, maybe three weeks. You're, you're exhausted. But daily, daily you're exhausted. You're exhausted. And again, just moving from the Caribbean. And again, I would have been better equipped to deal with that just because I go there pretty often. Mm. But when you're in St. Kitts, you could drive around St. Kitts in 45 minutes from staying in Brooklyn or staying in the Bronx. Just to get to Manhattan. At least. From where we were. At least 45 minutes. From where we were. Depending on where you are, what route you take and what time of day, it could take you an hour, hour and a half. half, Exactly. So imagine spending. A hour just to get uh, two hours of your day or sometimes just three commuting. hours depending on just commuting it's like for somebody in the caribbean that's exhausting from the smaller territories of course exhausting. that's ridiculous that's unheard of yeah it's exhausting and it does it does wear down on you because i remember my brother wanted me to do something for him and when i calculated it it would have taken an hour and a, 
about hour and 20 minutes to go to this place to pick up this thing for him and then it'll take an hour and 20 minutes to come back that's two hours and 40 minutes out of the day just moving that has nothing to i'm not going to be there for 10 minutes maybe hopefully if there was a line but it's just unheard of like you can't do that but anytime you come back you're completely exhausted and it's it would be easy if all you had to do something is take one train but you're not taking one train something you're jumping off one train jumping on another train something you're jumping off a train and going on a bus and it's like this back and forth back and forth and one thing that people don't ever say is that new york is a ton of walking you will do if you and maybe this is what makes us kind of tired too there's a lot of walking involved but like, unless you want to spend the money on, on getting Ubers, Uber yeah, an or Ubers. a taxi exactly, exactly you'll end up which doing is an a alternative lot of, yeah but if you're not doing that you're right if you're not taking an uber which in the inner city might take you a while because yeah, this, depending the traffic, on the traffic yeah. the traffic could be ridiculous and it, I, t- I don't think it ever gets light to me. I don't know. I don't. But anyway, that's that's my own perspective. Like if we're out at like two o'clock in the that's morning, when it, yeah. Then that's when it gets light. But yeah. that's at that's two o'clock in the morning. But I mean, like within <laughs> well, normal functioning human hours, which New York doesn't sleep. By the way, there are twenty-four hours in Times Square, especially. You said it. There's like a lot of twenty-four hours, seven, twenty-four-seven businesses that just open all the time. Like yeah. it's just you could go at four o'clock in the morning. And video. And talking about Times Square, God, Times Square took me better with it. I think I, I think maybe I had me more open for more than I should have had. Like I'm glad there was no flies and mosquitoes and so because Times Square is just to me was awesome. To me seeing that many people moving around. Um the one thing that wasn't amazing for me was seeing homeless people on this side of the street. So you're seeing like this humongously grand like opening of real estate and then like some homeless people just laying down on the street. Like just that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's like it's a, it's a bit, Yeah, it's a very... Hard. It's a very hard juxtaposition. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sincerely hard contrast. And again, not that I've desensitized from it because when I go, like, my heart still goes out for certain people. Like, and if... You, if <laughs> I mean, if I had my own way, like, I would probably help... Everybody. Everybody. I had to tell but you just... To. You just but I had to tell you not to, too. You can't help everybody. And Me? sometimes you have I, to. I well, you helped that one guy who had on ear jogging. I didn't realize he had on ear jogging. Who had this child in the stroller. I, but had on ear jogging. Yo, and that's the thing. It's not just that they're good at advertising. You know, people good at hustling in New York. I think, like, Whoa. maybe they have their hustle, hustle and, and flow. <laughs> Yo, these people, like, I'm Everybody's saying. Everybody's Everybody hustling. hustling. So even the, the, the one that, that she's talking about, the one that Mims is talking about, is we came up, we were in flat. Bush, I think it was Flatbush. Mm-hmm. It was Flatbush. Well, up at Flatbush, which is in, in Brooklyn. Um, and it's like a commercial area and, and so And we're in Flatbush and I come out of a store and I see this guy. And this guy is like, Can you please give me some? I just need some. I need, my, 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 my girl, my baby girl needs to eat. And I'm like, Lord, man, I need to help this guy. He probably catch me in a good mood. I don't know, but I just need to help this guy. He pull out, I think it's five US. And I gave it to him and so on. Mims is like, Yo, you didn't realize he had on like like ear jazz. I'm like, I didn't even see the jazz. I saw his face and I saw the child. And I'm like completely he got me. Scammed. Scammed. Scammed yet again. Scammed yet again. <laughs> but yeah, again, it's a it's a interesting, it's an interesting um juxtaposition. It's mm. it, again going in and seeing Times Square. And I think I had to like <laughs> cause you were so onto the flashing lights like I had to like when you walk on these people because there's literally Home. people sleeping yeah, right and you know that's when you it's it, it, it's 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 weird it's harsh because 
at Times Square in the night, that's when it's most busy mm-hmm. because people come to see the lights, people come to see, people come to see the signs. Yeah. Again, it's not when I first at Times Square, it wasn't as flashy as, as I expected because it's just advertising on some big really screens. Is, yeah. That's it all really it is. is yeah. Commercialism at its at best, best yeah. really, uh-huh. and we are and ooh at Flat, it, yeah. which is really weird to I me. I love the screens; they're they're huge and they're, they're beautiful. <laughs> but. Um, just the juxtaposition again. The most people come out juxtaposition. Most people come to see Times Square at night, and that's when it's most beautiful and it's most amazing. But in the nighttime is when you see most of the homeless people, people. and they're literally sleeping on, on the, the floor. Ground, yeah. Like in the daytime, you see them, but at night when they start to lay down and just set out their beds on the side of the street to fall asleep, it's mm-hmm. really disheartening. And then you know that's 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 the big gap. Yeah, you the lowest of low people literally sleeping, just have a sheet out. Some people don't even have a sheet they're just sleeping sleep, on the cold pavement yeah. exactly it's, it was sad and young people and old people too yeah like it's not isn't it, it didn't have a discrimination mm-hmm. effect i saw white no. people i saw black people i saw mexicans i saw, I saw caribbean people. well i haven't i didn't see any i caribbean. saw one indian guy well maybe he was mixed but it was one indian guy i saw on the side of the street um and, and then the people in the subways and the donut place is the donut place that thing that you love? What is it? What is it called? The pretzel place. The pretzel place. Oh. Yeah, that guy is sleeping on this side. He was he was in there. So yeah, it's just it's just it's, really yeah, disheartening. Like the city of dreams or whatever. But and then some people don't. Some people just never. And then you're surrounded by like you're surrounded by when I say commercialism, like a lot of the restaurants and so restaurants that you would see advertising on TV, a lot of the electronics place, everything is in Times Square. Like a lot of businesses, like Fortune five hundred businesses exist on this property. But yet you have like homeless people laying down right outside the doors. It's it's like the weirdest, it's the weirdest contrast I think I've seen. Because normally like people who are homeless have like a section. You you know what I mean? Like like you would think like, okay, well homeless people are usually gathered in this place. Especially in movies. Movies don't lie to us a lot about New York. Because in movies you don't ever see people like on this side of time. Like you don't get that. You usually see them like hovering in some kind of broken down place and all of them there and they have like the little sections there and like they're homeless. They're there. In with a barrel with a drum lit on fire and so. Like that's why I had a picture in my mind. So when I saw it, like it was just it was I mean they do have those sections too. Mm-hmm. We didn't go there. No, we didn't we didn't <laughs> No go reason there. really. To. No, we didn't we didn't have a reason to go there. But there's there are those too, but there's those people who live Right out on, on Times Square. Right on and again, street. it's a touristy area, so I guess it's easier to get money from mm-hmm. happy tourists who are new to the place and stuff like that. So again, it's, it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. And, you know, sometimes even figuring out who you're going to give money to and who you're not going to give money to, like, you have to make some judgment calls sometimes because you end up seeing people on the train who you could clearly see they're like addicted to something. Yeah. They are so, some I mean, you want speed. to help them, but you know if you give them money, you know if you reach out to them, that might just help to kill them. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's You might not be helping. No, you might not be helping at all. So it's it's very But it's we had very, an interesting we had witnessed an interesting conversation. Yeah, I was just gonna talk about it. Like the when the guy this guy was this on white the train. Guy begging yeah, and loud loud mm-hmm. like almost arguing like you guys need to help me like you guys ain't gonna help me you know you give me no money yeah that speech and yeah he did have a speech impediment, impediment. Yeah. yeah and then this other guy on the train this like black guy. got super upset yeah, man. he's yeah, like man. don't shout at us don't shout at us there's ways that you could get help there's people giving food at whatever whatever location Shelter. there's help you could go get a job 
Um, so don't be shouting at us. Don't, don't be hollering at us. And he even offered to give us. him his shoes. Remember when he like he was like, "Look, I got some shoes. You want some shoes? Yeah. You could take these shoes." Don't and then the guy and he was cursing. He was really, really yeah. He upset. was vexed. He was, he was really, mad really at the upset. guy. He was mad at the white guy. He was mad at the, the guy who was begging and making yeah. a lot of noise. And even the guy who was begging, like he went, he he didn't. He was like right up against the door at one point, and I I hear him like. Like almost in under Hebrew, like, well, I'm not black. I, I'm, I'm not black. Like, I'm not black. I can't go there. I can't go there. I'm not black. Like, and he's like, he's, I don't know if he actually convinced himself of that or he was just ashamed. I think it was more to do with shame. You know what I mean? Like to say like, I'm not black, so I can't access them kind of things. You, you know, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's just, it was I just don't, so weird. I really don't know why it was back and it was interesting because again, I don't, it, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. And the guy who was um, arguing with him was saying, you know, I was homeless too. One and time. I, mm-hmm. Exactly. And I picked myself up and, you know, pulled myself out of it. Um, so again, it's, it's, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. I think there there's hope for people who have, who are in that predicament. And again, every time I go to New York, like I'm really thankful and I always come back again. Mm. New York just gives you that time to reflect and stuff like that. And when you come back home, like you really realize that in we don't live such a bad life. No, it's not. Like there's, there's a handful of people who, who live on the street. You understand? Yeah. Like in New York, there are hundreds, hundreds of, of people who live yes, on the street. And lot. young people young, live on the old, street. Middle-aged. Old people, middle-aged people Women. live on the street. Exactly. You understand? It's it's weird. But the thing is, I mean, I want to talk more about the humanity in New York, I think, because there's so much more to explore. I remember we went to the Botanic Garden, um, which I thought, would have been more beautiful than it was but you know we what we went like in the fall we went in the fall I guess I thought when, when uh, we didn't really go in the fall fall we went at the start of fall so it's really not that different to summer in my opinion we didn't get the to see the fall the temperature was amazing at, at first but it got a little too cold for me while I was there it got a little bipolar because some days are very, really really cold and some and days, some were, days hot. were just hot yeah so it so. was weird you, even dress code wise it was difficult to plan exactly what you're going to wear am I going to wear a sweater today or am I going to wear a thick shirt today or am I going to wear just a loose shirt today like it was a little loopy but beside that when we had the, the Haddish Jews we went to um to the Botanic Garden and we're having a pretty botanical, okay time. Brooklyn Botanical Garden. That's, that, I think it is in Botanic? Whatever. Botanic, Botanical. That's a Botanical for argument's sake. Went to the Brooklyn Botanical Garden and I think it was a nice place. It wasn't great. It wasn't as beautiful and I saw you was comparing it to the Botanical Garden even in Nevis which blooms all the time. I guess it's unfair. Um, <laughs> but I've seen what I've seen, Mems. I've seen what I've seen. Even Caribbean Batik, absolutely beautiful. But we went there and we saw these uh, these Jews. The, the, the name I think the name Haddish Jews, right? We saw about three ladies with some children walking through. The, at first, at first, we saw them walking through um, a rock garden or some garden or whatever. I think it was a herb garden. And I said good afternoon, of course, because I'm from Saint Kitts, and somehow saying good afternoon, I don't know, it just resonates with me when I see people and they look me in my eyes like, "Hey, good afternoon," just to be pleasant. And they didn't respond. So we walk around this garden and we come back around and we meet them again. And I'm like, Mims, is it that a racist? So I'm like, I'm not going to whisper it. I'm going to say it. And I said, good afternoon, ladies. Look them right in the eyes. Good afternoon, ladies. Good afternoon, ladies. Like, you know, like raise my voice. Like there's no possible way. They can. And this, these ladies look me right in the eye and pass me like an exam, right? And I'm like, this is crazy. So we walk a little bit ahead now and we're on the path going some other path again and we meet one of the males, one of the males and we're like, hey, good afternoon and he responds. So I'm like, hey, 
is it that the ladies as the ladies in your religion is it that they're not they're not able to talk to men is it that they're forbidden from talking to men he's like no no they're not this they, they could talk to you that should be pleasant and i'm like but i just said good afternoon right in front of these ladies face and i'm just wondering if i'm asking them to commit some sort of sin or something he's like no 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 they're supposed to be nice to you it's supposed to be pleasant they're not always i mean he did sound like he was a little slow no offense to him maybe, that's very offensive maybe a little you know spectrum me but still at, at the end of the day like he said they, they're not supposed to be that way and then we continue on it on our own personal tour because we didn't pay for a tour guide but we continue on our own personal tour we ended up in this these greenhouses and for like an ex- control environment a control environment where there was just one exit and one entrance yes that's what i'm talking about the, mm-hmm. the ones the three the three different the desert the tropical it's like you go into this place it's a greenhouse and it's just one exit one entrance so i stand up close to the exit and Mims is like, no, Stephen, don't do this. I'm like, no, I want to see what's going on. And a group of them come around the corner to see me, right? And the girl in the front looks at me, screws up her face, and tries to, like, divert and go another way. Like, there's no other way to exit the place. So she's walking up, going to a dead end, and everybody's just following her, going up to this dead end. And I'm just there, like, Mims, is this really serious? Like, looking at her, like, really? Like, am I... Am I so toxic that they can't even walk past me? Because I wasn't blocking. And you insisted on telling each and every one of them. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. I am better than you. At the Sorry, loudest octave that you voiced. Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> good afternoon, ma'am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And yeah. none of them responded. And the children ended up looking at us like we were Like strange. they've never seen black people before. Never seen any black person. Like, who is that? Why does their hair and look I guess like that? The worst, I had blue hair. Yeah, like, you had blue hair. Yeah. They were just staring at us rudely and not even like hiding it. No, they were open. And I think that was, was that the only bout of racism that we had? I don't think we had any. No. Not as. Not as overt, not as overt, not as overt. But that was an experience, man. Yeah, it was. It was definitely an experience. Like, I think I've experienced racism before, but not on that sort of level. The sort of scorn that that lady in particular was looking Looking at at us with. with. Like, I really wanted to ask her Palpable, tangible. It was almost tangible. Like, you could almost hold hate in your hand. It was that... But then the males seemed very friendly, like yeah. even when we met them on the train and you kept asking them about, oh, we kept asking them different questions about their religion. They, like, they seemed friendly. very open and very friendly. I mean, that's too friendly in quotation marks. Quotation marks they were helpful when understanding their religion. There are lots of friendly white people. Friendly, quotation marks, friendly. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, but let's face it. We've experienced it for ourselves. We Racism have. is a real thing. And even in such a melting plot as New York City, where there's so many different, different people mm-hmm. from different walks you of life. You have people from the Himalayas. You have people from Australia. Mexico. Mexico. Costa Caribbean. Rica, the Caribbean. All parts South of Africa. Africa. Exactly. They're, and it's such a highly, a densely populated area. You get to mix and mingle and you see these to. people regularly. Uh-huh. Racism is still pretty Pre- alive yeah. and well in a lot of people. But even so, I want to comment on one thing too, like um, something that one of our hosts mentioned. He's like, did you ever realize that in Manhattan, right? In downtown Manhattan, all the train stations, all the trains go through Manhattan. All of them go through Manhattan. So it's like the network, for you to get around Manhattan is so easy. But the further away you go from Manhattan, the less trains travel there. Like if you go to Queens, there's only like two trains or some that go to it's on the subway that go to Queens, right? All the way there. 
Right in Brooklyn is still Brooklyn is still pretty okay in my opinion. Yeah, the Bronx is still pretty and the Bronx okay, is pretty Queens. okay. But Queens, my God! But we are he, and he was like, look at it. We are uh, the minorities located. The majority of them, lo- the minorities locate are located in outer Brooklyn toward Queens. So it's like going in that direction. The further away you get from Manhattan, the further away you get from the white people. The people that live in the middle of Manhattan, they have to be rich. They have to be rich, and unfortunately, it they, just happens to it just be. Happens let's to just be. say the majority it just happens, just happens to, be. to be. Let's well, just say. Let's just say. Carcass, since carcass. you don't want us to, to go down that path, it but, just happens to be white white, white people. people. But even further, and, we, and I mean, we we, we had we, this conversation with different people. The whole gentrification. Gentrification is real. It's real, and even with a client that I had today, we were talking about the same thing, and she was saying just the same the same sentiments that we echoed, like in Manhattan and in places closest to Manhattan. And even spreading out to Brooklyn, because Brooklyn. Brooklyn now there are certain parts of Brooklyn that are getting pretty up there, Upscale. like they're breaking down certain and rebuilding. Yeah. So it's getting a Upscale. little Manhattan, mm-hmm. Manhattan, Manhattan India, exactly. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, they're starting to raise prices ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. So naturally, those who can't afford it will just have to leave, and you just have to leave to the more coastal side. Of course. Or move up to Queens. Move up to Queens. Where you can get a train move to go up nowhere. Bronx, up, up and move town, far. Bronx, exactly. Far away from the middle exactly. city. Exactly. Everything is just becoming increasingly expensive, and not just because it has to be, no. but just because you're trying to set up a different class system. You want to have a certain um, area designated for a certain class, and a then people. the rest of you kind of deal with whatever, whatever you're you dealing with. with. But even our host, he was going so deep in depth that he was talking about um, signing a contract, and he said this is becoming more and more prevalent in Brooklyn, especially because they're they're trying to. Of course, everybody can't fit in Manhattan. You have to start going outwards, and you. I, and I guess you know. I mean. There is some, maybe there's a lot of it that is sinister, but some of it is also natural to me. Just, just, just natural. The, the, the amount of people that are living in Manhattan mm-hmm. is ridiculous to to me. That's just my opinion. Again, I don't think that it's a, 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 genu- a generally honest um, phenomenon. Like this is just how it has to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel also that. There, there, there's just too much people living in the city. There's just too much people mm-hmm. living in one, one small space, place. Yeah. People live literally, if you think about it that way, people literally live on top, top of, of each another, other. Yeah. And people live in the tiniest, tiniest of apartments. apartments. God. Wow. And paying. The tiniest of apartments yo, and paying the most, most ridiculous, ridiculous rent. The most ridiculous One of the most rent. disheartening things that I heard was from an Uber driver. Fortunately, he wasn't in this conversation. But... The Uber driver was telling me that he works 14 hours a day, six to seven days a week. He has three kids, one wife. They live in a one-bedroom apartment. One bedroom is a studio apartment, one bedroom. Well, it's not a studio apartment. It just says one bedroom, a one-bedroom flat, right? He pays $1,850 to remain in on Manhattan, just, just remain in the Manhattan area, not in the middle of Manhattan, more or less on the outskirts of Manhattan, but just not the Bronx yet. You check. He pays eighteen hundred and fifty U.S. dollars a month. Their rent goes up every single year. It just 
That's just what is to be expected. And $1,800, if you ask me, that's not a lot of money in comparison to other people's rent. I've heard exactly. people's rent are normally $2,000, $3,000. And if you start to do the conversion, honey. You start to get a heart attack. <laughs> that is crazy. Even, even, even as even it is. Them, but even, even as for it them, is, $3,000 and $2,000 for rent is It's a lot of money. Exactly nothing. You cannot turn around how, in those houses. How? Like, and the thing is, this guy is telling me he has three children memes and i think that's what got me the most he has three kids he has a wife and the five of them live in a one bedroom apartment one bedroom i could only imagine that you go from the front room to the, the, the bathroom to the well not to the bathroom from the front room to the bedroom and that's it like i cannot imagine that but get but even at 1850 years he still has over sixty thousand dollars in credit card debt like this is like i don't understand the logic i don't understand the logic that is at play like it's 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 like we have only twenty two square miles and we're gonna bleed these twenty two square miles for all it's worth because everybody wants it's like as it's like supply and demand to its most furthest extent. The most furthest extent. Even our our host was talking to me about um like his I mean he kind of I don't wanna say complain, but he told me about his his situation. In his in the building that we were in, I think it's five floors up. Now six, five floors. That's a five floors up. Five floors up, two, two apartments per floor, I think. But it's, it's only eight apartments. Anyway, beside that point, beside that point, he lives in an apartment where most of the people in the apartment are moving out by the end of the year. They're not going to be able to renew the lease because every single year, the landlord could choose to bring up your rent by $200 a year. Not $200 a month, but $200 a year. With that level of increase, it's only a matter of time. If you were struggling last year and you don't get a new situation, you're not going to be able to afford it this year. And that's just, that's just how the situation works. These, he's saying these contracts are becoming so much more popular. Where there's a standard put In the contract, there's a standard increase. Every year, your rent is going to increase by this amount. Static. That is what it's going to be. So if what you if you cannot do it next year, then you can't you just can't afford to renew your lease. And then they come in, they re- renovate the apartment, and they raise the rent up again. Like it's just but like that's, that to me. That's even happening here. I mean, yeah, it, it in, in real estate, we're adopting a very American Similar just model. because we have lots of foreigners coming to sink it to live. Um, but we're adopting a pretty similar model where the the landlord has the right to increase your rent sometimes by his own choice, by yeah. how much ever he wants. Um, after a year or whatever that is. Um, so, so I mean... But then we could look at New York and see the long-term effects. Of course, of course, of course. I mean, it it is disheartening. But again, there's some parts of it that I don't really understand, and maybe because I'm not an American, I'm not a New Yorker, I just go to visit, I don't really understand, because it's still... The reasoning still eludes me as to why some people are hell-bent on living in In New York York City. There's so many other nicer places in America to live, sorry to to say. Like, I don't know if people are addicted to the lifestyle, but then what kind of lifestyle (laughs) living from day to day, working from paycheck to paycheck, Paycheck. increasing debt monthly Monthly. because you're just racking up debt, just trying to live. In a, in New York City, so like, why are you so hell hell bent on, on and living staying here? Here, exactly. 
I don't know. I, it's I so don't difficult. And it. even Caribbean people as well. I find Caribbean people, there's so many Caribbean people who mm-hmm. are having a horrible time mm-hmm. living in New York City, but they're just so hell bent and living in the States and pretending. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different conversation. It's, a, it's probably but a given, conversation we should touch on. But giving yeah. some sort of pretense that they're living this kind of glamorous life in New York City when you know. Even from your experience, it is absolutely not. not Because people who are New Yorkers are having a hell and high water living there. Imagine Caribbean people when Mm. all nine are going to shack up in these very small houses and try to front and try to make people feel like you're living some good time. But again, some people just hell-bent on living in America. I don't know know why it is. I have no idea why it is. And sometimes they're the ones, again, I'm not saying that gentrification and all these different things don't have a sinister root Mm. but i just feel that there are other things that contribute to them again new york manhattan is totally overpopulated to me there's just sometimes you can't even walk no you can't even walk so some people just have to leave and unfortunately the poor people are always going to be the the person who have to uproot themselves and find somewhere else to go but in addition to um some of the difficulties and some of the reasons why people have to move and people are trying to I mean, the richer persons are trying to get the poorer persons, unfortunately, outside of Manhattan. Is that a lot of the poor persons are right in the system? To me, there are lots of Caribbean people who go there illegally, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people from all over the world go to New York, the big city, illegally. Mm. And again, you just end up to you exactly end up right in the system. There's some places in there's some places I'm pretty sure they're building codes and standards where you're not supposed to have a certain amount of people living in one house, Mm. but yet you break the rules and you have 20 all your family members living in one jam up house. You're up there and you're on food stamps and stuff like that. You're not an American. But again, you're right in the system and you abuse the system. You abuse America. You hate America. The system is bad. The system is corrupt. But you're right in the system. You're cheating the system. You go up there illegally and have your children up there illegally. And you don't pay for your children. So, like, what do you expect this situation to be like? You understand? You make it difficult for other people and you make it difficult for yourself. Again, this kind of went down a different tangent. No, no, I like this tangent. I like this (laughs) It went down a different tangent than we wanted. Because sometimes we always, unfortunately, and... For kittishans, I could say that outrightly. Um, that sometimes we like to... Glamorize we, it? We, no, not glamorize it. But sometimes, and even as black people, again, I I am not trying to, quote-unquote, go on the side of the oppressors because I do believe that slavery and all of that played a significant part in why black people are in the place that they are today. But I also feel that we need to take some ownership for the things that we're doing. Even as Caribbean people, I think that we have this sense of entitlement and we just kind of feel like somebody's doing us something all the time. When some of the times we play a significant part in the situation that we're in, again, you don't have to be in New York City. There are other places in America if you want to feel like you're going to New York for a better life, right? Yeah, there, are, there are better places than There are other places to go than New York City where you have to take such not boat. Mm-hmm. And then the Caribbean thank God, is doing a great job in developing and growing. So to me, you don't necessarily have to go to another place to live a better life. There's good life here in St. Kitts. There's good life in other Caribbean places. Mm-hmm. You understand? There are people coming from all over the world to, to stay here or, yeah, to, yeah, to, to, to benefit from, from our growth and, our growth and our development and, and the comfort that you have here. Right. Mm. Um, so, so, so that's that's a little bit of a confusion for me. Again, it's a bad situation, but you're making it worse when you're going up to America. When healthcare, as we know, it costs so much in America. But down here, 
and you go up to America to have your children because you want your children to and have in debt to be American. Exactly. And you don't pay for it. Like what what kind of what 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 who do you think is paying for it? You don't sure. pay your taxes. You go on America illegally. You ain't paying. You're not paying the taxes. You can't just pack up and go live in somebody's country for free. That's not how it works. And you're using. You're making use of this school system. You're sending your children to school. You're having your children in their hospitals, and you're not paying. You're not paying for it. Um, you're having. You take. You're having food stamps and all these things, and you're not paying taxes. You're not paying for it. So you're making the situation more difficult for yourself in the long run, and then abusing and saying, when "Oh, America is so difficult, and America is so hard, and nobody." When they're trying to get rid of but you. But Making it worse for yourself, and of course, nobody wants to have a leech that's not even from their country yeah. staying because there. If, if you had to transpose and we had to get people coming from some other country and leeching from our system, which does happen, we're not happy about that either. Of course, like, we're not happy about it. If you're gonna come and make a contribution, come and make a contribution. We appreciate exactly. Your contribution, make but don't your country, come don't and come leech, and leech from, from the country. Don't, exactly. And 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 just. I mean, again, a little aggressive, but these are the kind of things that kind of irritate me about Caribbean people sometimes. Like, again, just always trying to play the victim card. You can't always play the victim card. You have to take some of their responsibility. For you. Of course, I definitely believe that we should get paid reparations. 110% because people all over the world got paid reparations, reparations. and black people still Ain't here waiting, yeah. who still going through slavery even now, haven't been paid reparations, but take some responsibility for your own actions. Here in St. Kitts, we do have a lot of people from all over the Caribbean living. And we are the first ones to say, whenever those people complain, like there are people who come here from all over and they complain how saying it's bad. And so we are the first ones to say, well, if saying it's bad, come go home. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If saying it's so bad, what are you here for when the Jamaicans and the Spanish people complain about saying it's this and that? Come go home. But it's the same thing in America. If America is so bad and so dirty and so terrible and so expensive, Come go back home. You know, you know one thing that's interesting that I found while I was there, and it's basically to kind of confirm your point. I think in Saint is of course, we don't make as much money as a New Yorker. Not even, I mean, not close, right? Um, but in any case, when you look at our lives in terms of we being able to save money, we being able to live a decent life, like the stress level is a complete different thing. But if you had to if you had to determine it, if you go to New York, you might make more money. But if you go to New York, you're also gonna spend a lot more money. Absolutely. The things that the things that you pay for here that you take for granted that are, to me are dot cheap in comparison. Like by going there, I realize now coming here is like this life is amazing. It is fantastic. Like, especially, especially when it comes to food. Like I have a different appreciation for what our vendors in St. Kitts are doing when it comes to food memes like the buying power that i have with my easy dollars compared to the buying power i have in the united states is there's no comparison it's, i it's could not. live here for far less than what i like if i was in the states and the thing is we always think about like the 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 the, 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 com, the currency conversion i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about dollar for dollar because we, as we were saying earlier 1850 dollars for them is a lot of money like a lot of people $1,850 is a lot of money $2,000 is a lot of money $3,000 is a lot of money the same thing down here $3,000 could be a substantial amount of money whether you want to do the conversion yes or not it's still a lot of money money. so if you were paying $3,000 in rent you would feel this almost the same exact weight as a New Yorker who driving an Uber trying to pay $3,000 in rent 
Like it's it's weird, but then the struggles in New York is that there's no fruit bearing trees up there that you could get a mango and so from your neighbor yard. You check what I'm <laughs> and saying? I always say that. I like, always insane because you insane you should, not you should never be hungry. You should never There's st- always something in something. season and there's nobody who if you go by somebody's house and you say, Neighbor, give me a breadfruit off the tree, it's not like you're begging. You just no. asking, nobody gonna look down and you forgive it. All the breadfruit off the tree. Anyway. One tree and and exactly. You want tree? When you go when there's mango season, you go up by Medad's farm and mango knocking dog. On the ground, you're running over the mango with your feet. Food in New York is not the same. In it's New not. York, if you don't have food, if you don't have access to food, sorry from a supermarket, from somebody selling it, I'm sorry, but Dog dead with you, and you're just gonna end up in the subway begging. That's like, that is the equivalent for me. It's like I have to beg because food is not something I could just grab from somewhere. Like nobody's going to like. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna be able to go into a restaurant and say, "Hey, I realize you got some food out back. Could I guess? Uh, could I get something?" Then that's not how it works. No. It's not how it works. And you know, it's easy for us to envy them. Because we see the TV and like, I think, again, Hollywood really glamorizes this life. But it's a hustle and bustle life. I think one of your friends said, if you can't hustle, you can't be in New York. You can't be in New York and you can't hustle. You've got to be able to hustle. You've got to be hustle. Hustle and keep it moving. Keep it moving. And that's one thing that I didn't particularly like about the place. Like, I felt like everybody. And this is something that, Maybe some people could just disregard, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with disregarding this point. But there's a there's an intense lack of humanity generally in New York to me. Like you have all of these different cultures that could benefit from talking to one another that don't talk to one another because everybody is focused on hustling. And I guess maybe after a while of trying to be, you know, a nice person or trying to connect with people and you realize that people just don't really care, like it it kills your spirit. Like you don't have any more interest in trying to figure out are trying to connect with anybody. You're trying to make money and you're trying to hustle. And exactly. I guess it changes you for that reason. And then as as I said before, like it's not it's not just for the purpose of hustling. It's not just that Americans or New Yorkers New Yorkers just like money is just a do or die situation. If you have to hustle. You mm-hmm. have to work these two jobs. You have to drive this Uber from three AM down to 3 a.m. the next day, exactly. You just have to do what you have to. You just have to hustle and flow, hustle and keep it moving. Otherwise, people are just going to literally and (laughs) figuratively walk over you yeah. that's that's just how it is unfortunately that's 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 just that's what's necessary the the, the, the new york way is to what's me, necessary you just have to you just have to be that way again i don't believe that the people are inhumane i don't think that they're not nice but that's just you just become that way out of necessity you just have to work you just have to keep it running and when you do sit down as you did so many times you sat Love down and you try to talk to people they're human yeah, beings they, they are, they are. and they're absolutely they fascinating are. and they're they amazing are. and everybody has their own story, story and everybody and, uh, has their own background and people do lessons. long for that humanity they people do, do long they for people it. to talk to them sometimes exactly i mean sometimes i find that there are people who won't want to have a conversation again because they're just so caught up in their mind busy, busy just trying to figure out how, how they're, they're gonna, gonna make this. the next dollar how they're gonna make the dots connect but some people if you catch them in the right time they have their whole life story like there's some people who live 
literally really need people to talk to they because they don't them. have mm-hmm. anybody to talk to because again everybody's just rushing everybody's thing. just hustling and everybody's caught up in their own life just trying to exist and just trying to survive and trying to make a way like not even trying to build a fortune but just trying to survive and just trying to provide some sort of better life for themselves as the uber driver said the one that you, i was talking to that you didn't particularly like that talk to so much the one that carried us home that night the comedy guy the one who liked comedy he was like people are so you know in new york what he realizes is that people are so afraid to do the wrong thing that they don't do anything like they know it's not like they're not aware of what the right thing is to do but they don't want to get into the wrong thing and i could see it i could see it i could see it in a simple scenario somebody's on the street they look like they're hurt you go to help them they sue you for sexual harassment like that is you no trying to do deed goes the, up no good deed we, we've experienced that several quite a bit times. several times no good deed no good deed goes, goes unpunished. unpunished and you go you try to help but you get in trouble so instead of and it, risking in his it, occasion i think he was talking about like even having conversations with people as an uber driver mm-hmm. like sometimes people don't like, want to just to don't you. want to talk to you like you think that you should be friendly and try to give a good conversation but sometimes people just they don't want that like he, he even mentioned a story where he said a guy jumps in the front of his uber cab in the front of his his, his car and like legit is just there saying nothing it's not even like he was on his phone just he said had on headphones had ain't had on the headphones just said nothing just, just there sat there and said nothing in the front the seat for the time. entire trip and like i understand where the uber drivers are coming from because if you could upset somebody general you could really upset somebody by trying to talk to them in new york you could upset them because they're not in the mood they don't want that that's what i was trying to so get you adapt, to you <laughs> so you adapt and i didn't understand it of course it took me a while I didn't understand it off the bat. I just thought it was rude. Like, if you're going to pick me up, service, give me some, you know, give me a good service, you know? But, like, I understand now. I understand it better now because it's like you could upset somebody for real, for real. Like, somebody could literally say, look, hey. And again, they're not mean people, but they're just, you're just so trying. absorbed trying to survive and trying to comprehend the magnitude of your life in this city and what you need to do to survive in this city and what you need to, why is the next hustle, what's the next move in the city? Like, you just your mind just running 50 miles ahead of you sometimes and again new york could be an inspiring city even the hustle and the drive of people like i feel if us as caribbean people or even as young entrepreneurs if we adopted that kind of hustle and flow and kind of movement not to the full extent of how they do it there, but to some extent, not with distress, like but we just would, with we would movement. probably be better business people yeah, because the would. hustle is real in New York City. Do the day. hustle is real. Like to me, sometimes as business people, or it's just young people in Saint Kitts and in the Caribbean, we have this sense of entitlement. Like people need to do this. We need to have a job. Mm. We need to be fed. We need to be clothed. People need to support our business. Ain't none of that. No. There are young, young, young people who are homeless. There's young, young people who are on the subway playing the instrument, doing whatever it takes, the, singing, dancing. Remember those guys who... Who did the acrobatics, who, yeah. Who got this whole... They have fox, a whole scam. <laughs> this whole foreplay. It was a whole scam. Exactly. Me, it's very emotional. It's entertaining if you're comedic. not familiar. It's exactly. Comedic. It's comedic. And, and to me, it's very... I enjoyed I could it. Sit, well, I could sit through it because I've seen of it a course. million times. But I could have sit through it and I saw it for the first time and I was like, Mims, this is a hustle, isn't it? Yes, like, of yeah, course. It's a hustle. hustle. It's very rehearsed, but very organized. Mm-hmm. I think they've. when I first started to go to New 
York, they used to do most of them on the trains. Okay. I haven't seen any. We I didn't see any, any of them the on the trains, train, no. so I don't know if they were banned from the trains from doing the little dance routines mm. on the trains. Because I mean, it's a cumbersome area, and you might end yeah. up hitting you might somebody. You hurt, yeah, or hurting somebody. Hurting yourself, exactly. <coughs> so now they do it on the road Times in Square. Times Square. Mm. They have the little section out, and they have the and it's very long. It's but long. you feel like you invest so much time, time so that you, you want to stay. see the end. It's and that's very, where they get you. It's very <laughs> faux to me. It's but, very you know, pretend. But again, that's your their hustle. But then that's their, that's their hustle. Mm. That's their job. And they go out and they do it every day. Religiously. Several shows a day. Mm-hmm. Like that's just their thing. That, that, that's just what they have to do. And again, it's something that, sorry. It's again, it's something that we could garner. It's something that we as entrepreneurs we could, could yeah, learn from. Exactly. Learn from like it. there's no shame in their game. No. They go out and they do and that they do it every day. day. And they get their money. And they get their day. money and they just keep it pushing. Keep it Sometimes pushing, yeah. we have, as business people, I think, and as young people, and again, with that entitled nature, we kind of feel, you know... We, 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 we have too much pride to do certain things. And mm-hmm. sometimes even just the, 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 the fear, the pride... Um, that's associated with always looking successful and not yeah. wanting to look stupid or not wanting to fail at something stops mm. us from doing so much a lot things. Of things yeah. And even pushing our business forward, just the hustle mentality. I think sometimes if we adapt some of that, our businesses would reach so Flourish, much farer yeah. because we're putting in our a all these effort. people going and they're putting their all. all like you see it. some of these people playing their instruments on the train and you could see that they're putting in their all into it. I remember, I remember the Fox hustle is not really a full hustle, but it is a hustle. It is their job. That's what they remember do Fox as a job. Remember Fox is inside jokes. Yeah, that's what so inside jokes. Let me say four. We mean four. four. When we say yeah. Fox, we mean <laughs> we four. Mean yeah. four. <laughs> Don't think we, we, we uncultured, right? <laughs> but one thing, I remember he had a joke. This guy was like, he was looking for volunteers and he says to this white guy on the other side, he was like, sir, can you put your hands up? And the guy put up your hand he's like, okay, we have a volunteer. And the guy comes in and just because rope, rope him in. in. And when you rope him in, he has a wife. His wife is going to stand there. Yeah. Uh, try to pay so they could do whatever they yeah, need to do. Yeah, because she husband in she the husband show. She husband in the show. So she going to feel Beautiful. like she needs to Watch pay. Watch her hustle. Oh, he going to feel like he needs to pay. Watch her hustle. It's a, it's a, it's a oil or well-oiled machine because it works It works every, every time. time. Every time. It works every I'm time. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say, I love the trip to New York. I I think meeting different people, understanding different things, experiencing different things. The Ripley's Believe It or Not, the Coney Island, the you went on Island. A podcast. I went on a podcast which was different. Shout out to you, Lucky. Probably never gonna hear this, or maybe you he don't might. know. You know, I'll send him a link. I say, hey, look, man. But even you talking about um. Your experience with you, look, I hope we're pronouncing his name right. Okay. Well, he pod- his podcast is called oh, Murmur. Murmur. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this activity, we actually found it on Airbnb. And he just hosts random people. Anybody. Anybody. And you were telling me about his his, his makeshift. His makeshift <laughs> and his makeshift studio. studio. And exactly. And then again, that's what that's just what I'm saying. Awesome. Sometimes we feel like everything needs to be perfect and I we know. need to get that was like I could American start to me something you could learn from maybe it's just starting where start you are you feel you like are. it's ideal for somebody to be playing the instrument on the subway no. but they just have to start this where they where are I am. exactly but we, and I was I even thinking about that today like you just have to start where you just have to make you just have to make, make them do move. it exactly but you gotta make the start because again with you luck again if he's listening this I probably will send him this you luck I really did have a good time sharing with you was a good time he had a whole um where to get you loose thing which i might adapt but it's it was different i want to say strange but different <laughs> but his setup was so like it was so 
non-pretentious, it was unpretentious to me. He has a mic, he has, you have a mic, There's, you, you're sitting down in this really comfortable chair, this chair that kind of wraps around you kind of, uh, you're inside his, the front of his apartment, and it's just like this kind of, yo, I'm just doing this, like, you know, like, like it might not be the it's best. It super professional, it, it but, it, seem, it works. but it works. It yeah. works, and I, this is where I record, and the experience was just so much worth it. But I'm going to say, I enjoyed, I, I love Coney Island. I think I love Coney Island because of Mary Stewart vibe in humanity from Coney Island. Like, yeah. seeing people just dancing in the street, down at Brighton Beach. Yeah, it was um, nice. That was, that was one the of the best days. the further you get away like, from Manhattan, the craziness, the, the better you get. The more relaxed people are, the yeah. more loose and they more stress. happy and they've it was to good. talk and stuff like it was that. good i really enjoyed that that day specifically yeah that was a really good i think and that we went was to sea world not sea world oh god, god no. the, the brooklyn no the new york aquarium yeah which is right next to corner yeah no, it wasn't sea world <laughs> it was good though i still enjoyed that that was a good experience but guys I don't know, Mims. What do you want to say to wrap up? Because we're gonna be wrapping it up. Really, that was for so our quick. First episode. We're gonna be wrapping. I think we can it up. say so much more. I think we can say a lot too. <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess I'll I'll end where I began and just said like I definitely encourage um, people to travel to New York City. Um, it's one of those fast-paced cities, but the experience to me, it's, it's definitely worth it. Just being able to see something different, experience something different, take a break something from... Something for everybody. Yeah, and there's something for everybody. And then you sometimes you even get to realize your true potential, and you find out, okay, there's a diff, there's a place, there's something other than saying it's... And then there's a place for, for, for you. I think sometimes as Caribbean people, or maybe, let me just speak for myself, sometimes I, I was at a place in my life where I felt stuck, like when I was working in the bank, I felt like stuck like sometimes you 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 feel like you're at a job and you hate it mm-hmm. but you just feel like i can't go anywhere yeah, else yeah. sometimes traveling gets you see like there's a whole Other. vast world out there so even if i don't make it here i'm not I a tree i could go somewhere else and i could make it there mm-hmm. are other people making it out here so it's a very inspirational and it's a very inspiring um experience. um experience and i would recommend it to anybody again try it in short bits maybe go for a week go for two weeks and test out the waters. I mean, all that glitters isn't gold. What but if you have the right perspective, you could take some valuable <laughs> lessons um, from a trip to New York. What's your take? My takeaway is that I really time? did enjoy New York. I think you should walk with money. even Walk if you with lots of money. Walk with lots of money because by or by, you, you're going to need it. Um, but beside the money, open up your mind. Yeah. I think I, I generally benefited more from going to New York by opening up my mind. I'm generally a small town guy. Yeah, when you started opening up your mind and, is when and stopped things, doing the conversion. I, I don't think I ever stopped doing the conversion, but I, made, I might have made you feel that way, which means you I did. became a New Yorker while I was there and <laughs> put up a facade. But what I'm saying is, like, you open up your mind and you you have an experience that could blow that mind out the water. You, I, I think coming back from New York, it, it, it gave me a new invigoration, a, 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 a reinvigorated vibe, even for facing Sinkets. I appreciate Sinkets more for being there. Definitely. Uh, I appreciate my business more for being there because mm-hmm. a saga is hustling on the street, like, you know, you know, just doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, even for me, I could I could take some of that 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 hustle yeah. and dig it deep into so where you I'm become trying. more appreciative of what you have, and then you see the places where the you could potential could exactly. exactly. The, the, so the it's potential. twofold. It is. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's it is. twofold. Do and I again, think... you might not see the 
Like you might just see, okay, spending a lot of money to go on this trip that may or may not enjoy. Mm -hmm. But again, the mental um, stimulation, the inspiration that you it's get, that it. you can garner again, you need to have the right mindset. But the, the, that you can garner from it, like. And I'm gonna say this too. Like I think technology. Um, one thing I appreciate is the technology that we have now. I don't think you have an excuse. We, you have access to things like Airbnb. You could choose your price. Like you could. I mean, again, with some uh, caveats, Mim's going to probably have a bunch of things to say on later if she wants to talk about that specifically. Um, you get but what you I, pay for in lots of scenarios. You get, And you're going to you, pay a lot for what you want. You get what you pay for. You're going to pay a lot for what you want. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to start pointing fingers, but you get what you pay for. Um, so, yeah. You get what you pay for. And, and I think, again, what I was saying is that you, just to finish the point, with all of the technology that we have, with all the apps that we have, um, you really have no excuse. Um, you could choose your field. If you, if you don't have a, lot, a big budget, you could go to New York on a very small budget. You might may spend more time on the train than you want to, but hey, everything is, there's a give and take to everything. There's a give, there's a, there's a ebb and flow. If you're going to take, if you're going to get cheaper Airbnb or cheaper hotel, you're going to be farther away from the inner city. If you ever want to go to the inner city, it might take you two hours, to three hours, you know, six hours in total to go and come, that is a possibility. But you choose it. You have Airbnb now. You have um, things like Google Maps. Oh, my God, Google Maps. I am going to sing their praises. They're probably siphoning off all of the information and recording all our conversations. But God darn, I swear that Google Maps is one of the most beneficial pieces of software that I've ever seen. The GPS feature, if you want to go somewhere, you type it in, it tells you how to get there, what train to take, gives you when the train is going to go, it gives mm -hmm. you options if you want to do less walking, if you want to do more train, if you want to take an Uber, if, if you, you want to take an Uber, if you want to go lift, if you want to walk, even you if you want to walk from Brooklyn to the Bronx, they're going to give you a route that's going to get you there as quickly as possible. I mean, I found it to be something to you have to kind of adjust. Like if you're going to use Google Maps, I think there's some adjustments necessary because you have to... There's a lot of information in the app, but you're going to realize the information as you use the app because some things you're going to miss. But I'm telling you, Google Earth, um, if you're going to go to the to, to use the subway in New, York, in New York, I will suggest... What is that thing called? That software that you gave me? I forgot. Um, it's like a train map software. I can't remember the name. Mims are looking for it now, but I suggest this software highly because when Google Maps... It's not working because you're not in Wi-Fi. There's just maps. Well, mine is called something completely uh, different. NYC, NYC Subway. Subway. yeah. I think that's there's what it's several, There's several apps that you could use. The Metro has its own app and it's accurate with the timing on when your trains could yeah. come and stuff I have like NYC that. Subway too. But get the map. There's a trip navigate, planner. There's, there's, a tri there's lots of different there's apps so that, much, could help, exactly. that could help you. Facilitate. You don't have an excuse. You don't. That's all I'm saying. You don't have an excuse. If you want to find a place to eat, Google Maps has that. It has reviews. It was very, very helpful. I, I found mean, it to be extremely helpful. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's consider getting out of the Caribbean sometimes could be expensive. Like getting a flight from here to New York can be, it can be pretty expensive. But again, it's something, it's a, it's a worthwhile investment. And even if you're not plan going early. to travel, yeah, even if you're not going to travel to New York City, again, plan, plan, plan definitely early. plan, plan it early. early. We were able to find a pretty Good affordable ticket. flight ticket. I mean, yeah, to go. We had to travel on. That's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> we found a, a pretty affordable ticket um, to go. But I mean, just in general, to me, traveling as a young person, it's very, very important. I think Again, traveling just at see. any point. 
Just even if see. you're old, even if you're I, I, old, yes, agreed, agreed. reinvigorate your understanding agreed, of what life of is. Of what life is, exactly. And see exactly. how other people and see live. life at, on a different, on a different angle, level, on a different yeah. spectrum, exactly. It's important. Even traveling within the Caribbean, there's so it's much that important. you could learn. It's important, yes. Because a lot of things are different. Like the culture might be similar. But we there's have, still a lot of things But there's a lot of nuances. And there, there are lots of Caribbean places that, that have a similar speed to New York. Yeah. There are certain places in Trinidad, Trinidad in Barbados, fast. in Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica is like a little Miami. Yeah, it is or quick. maybe a big Miami. Quick. Maybe it's a big Miami. I'm a little afraid of Jamaica though, unfortunately, but still. If you could make it in New York, you could make you it, make it anywhere. You could make it which is actually the truth. But yeah, guys, again, open up your perspective, open up your mind. When you go to these places, take it in. You're there, you're not there to stay in a hotel room, you're not there to stay at the Airbnb. You're there to have a good you time and you're there to... Please don't, don't... Yeah. And be careful with your Airbnb, Lord. I may want to comment on this. But it's, again, it's a let's hustle. Just say it's a hustle. Understand that these it's a people... Hustle. They're going to take the best photos, the best angles. They're going to give you at the nicest parts of the information... That you could have, yes. That you could have. It's a hustle. It's a hustle. And so I, be careful. I don't mean sometimes it, it's illegal, I think. I think sometimes it'll be, yeah, a hustle to the illegal level. <laughs> Where you're, they're leasing a, a room when they're not supposed to they're be... They're leasing a room. Uh, they're leasing a room and they didn't tell you that they have guests in the room, not in your room, but in the apartment. So the common area can always got somebody there sleeping mm. in it. Hang on, no. Hang on, no. Hang on, no. I mean... You could have a good ex because we had two experiences with Airbnb. Yeah. We had two experiences with Airbnb. And the first one was actually pretty okay. Like, I thought it was okay. It wasn't perfect. No. But I think the arrangement was pretty okay. Yeah, the second one was, not so, was okay. not so optimum. And I think it made us just a little bit more miserable than, than we would have liked to be. But, but, again, wouldn't trade it for the world absolutely great experience the first time around guys if you could experience it experience it try and plan early you have no excuses you can find a place to stay for your budget i guarantee you it if you only got 15 us i don't know what you're gonna do but you know if you, if you could get 50 60 maybe 70 i think you could find a place that is halfway decent all right guys um we've been talking to mimi we have one more section of this show boom 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 I don't know what that was. I think that was somebody falling down the stairs, but let's move on. Um, we have one more part of the show, and I want to make it fun this time, so I'm going to test um, Mims' is, uh, mental capabilities at this point. Usually at the end of the show, wow. we have to... Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> we have to say three things that are incorrect, and I want them to be referenced to New York. Ha, ha, ha. Didn't tell you this at the start, did I? Gotta get this rolling. She's already not scared. She doesn't even... It's like, this is nothing. All right, so we have to say three things that are incorrect. This is the last part of our show. I'm going to start by saying one. Mims is going to say the other one. We're going to do it back to back, right? All right, so the first thing that I definitely know is incorrect. New York... Well, let me ask New York. Manhattan is the cheapest place that you could possibly visit in the entire <laughs> world. That's that is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Wow, that is hilarious. <laughs> That's absolutely incorrect. Um, New York is a very relaxing city. Super relaxing. That is incorrect. That's the fastest paced city I've been. Um, the subway, the smell at the subway is absolutely amazing. You perfume. will love it. It's perfume to French this, this perfume. French perfume. French perfume. I love it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. Um, New York is 
very wait i'm thinking sorry you're thinking dum, 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 dum. she's thinking guys because she has so much things she could choose from. yeah there's just so much things and i don't want it to be all bad okay well i'm gonna make mine just a little bit i don't want it to be all bad new york is a very boring place oh no that is yeah. incorrect see i wanted to say something nice incorrect. about um my last one would i think would be this is in, an inside joke but anyway whatever the old simba was one of the best actors i've seen ever he was the best actor of all time <laughs> you're a hater you are a hater. and just just so that they know the the guy who acted the second the, 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 and this was me only comp- one of my only complaints of of the whole broadway experience the guy who acted the older simba the the teenage simba or whoever he overacted the part like com- to me completely he did he overacted the part and he was the only one in the whole he thing to like, over over like, over like, he kept doing wow. this you know dip thing like what are you talking about now I want to go back to like, dude, really? Nala was cool. Mufasa was Child cool. Simba was Child cool. Simba was good. Mufasa, Child, was, Mufasa was excellent. Perfect. Scar, amazing. I love Scar. Scar, Scar was had amazing. it going on. They had a yeah. part in there that I didn't particularly click to. When he was hitting on Nala, I think that was weird. I mean, if we're going to be really serious, that's how Lions. Uh, I think that's yeah. I think, that was I think they're just kind they of didn't expand on that either, so I don't know why. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, last one. <laughs> um, New Yorkers are not humans. Ah, uh, they're human, man. Yeah, they're human. Yeah, they're human, man. Again, once you give them a chance, if you catch somebody at the right time and you have a conversation, they open up like flowers. But if they Everybody. don't, they're, they're like drones. I'm telling you guys, most of them... <laughs> from a distance. From a distance. Good not even from a distance. When you're close, if you don't talk to them and they don't talk to you about Yo, what they're just feeling. how people... I mean, again, it's, it's the drones, same here, man. but just seeing how people are so immersed in their phones. Man! Like people in a whole Crazy. new... People just in a world by themselves. The, the guy in the earbuds... Everybody and again, that. that was weird. That like, was the men, next thing. I don't want to start up a conversation, but no, I just fine. remember coming back, coming when we first got to, 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 and I to mean, yeah. I guess I was eavesdropping a little <laughs> bit, but this guy sitting now right next to me and he got in he earbuds. Apple earbuds. He Apple earbuds, which are $149. Yeah, US. Mm-hmm. And this guy is begging somebody on for the phone money. for money. And I've seen people on and the subway begging money. And going Apple earbuds, earbuds like that's the next thing, and I, and I don't want to go deep into the, the conversation, branding, but the branding, the branding, the branding. New Yorkers weird, like I think you, you, me and Mims are talk a lot about this stuff. I'm gonna tell, tell you. So if I miss a little context, I miss a little context. In the Caribbean, we keep our wealth. We we usually have our wealth in our homes, like we buy TVs, we buy clothes, we closet is full of clothes and all of this stuff and 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 stuff. New Yorkers I feel wear their wealth on their bodies. The Apple iPhone, the earbuds, the 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 Jordans, the, the Gucci, the Gucci the bags, Louis, the Louis Vuitton, the Prada, the everything. Yeah. They wear it on their bodies, the it's Rolex a, it's watches. A bad, I mean, we some people said New York doesn't have a culture. I, I don't think that's true. There it's just a, it's just very wide. Yeah, it's, it's just very of, dense. It's, it's just so much. And my friend told me that early. My friend Orion, he's like you have to wear something name brand. You just have... That is just the New York way. You have to have some brand recognition. You have to have something named... Boys, you ain't say nothing. And that's that's that ridiculous, ridiculous for me. It is ridiculous for me. Especially if you're not 
doing amazingly well. Especially if you can't well. afford it. Yes. Exactly. But then that's what I'm saying. Most of the times, it, it feels like they're struggling, but they're wearing the Just most like expensive stuff. Just like the guy begging you for the dollar. And, and have, have on ear Jordans. Jordans. We, that is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think there's so much more that we could say. There's a lot we could Maybe say. Maybe we need and to come back for our next episode if you would invite me to your house again. I, I, I don't want to comment on that. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Generally, there's not, there's not a, a bad invitation. But yeah, New York is a great, it's a great experience. It was a great experience. And I, I'll you don't have it to up. go more than, you could go I once think you could go once go and that's somewhere. it. That's it, yeah. You don't need twice. I don't think you need twice for Are you particularly. Gonna go back? I think I'm not gonna go back for the next five to ten years. I think what? I think I'm good. I'm good. Like I want to experience something else. Like Agreed. like I, I think even if we even if even if I go back to America, I want to go back. I want to go to something else. Like I've heard, I want to experience maybe the South, a little bit more droll, mm. a little bit more Southern hospitality. You know, a little bit more open on the cuff humanity. Like New York, you need to dig a little deeper to find people. Yeah. But I think in something certain other places in the states, you might not have to dig as deeply. To find people, you know what I mean, and I love, I love, I love connecting with people. Brighton Beach was my favorite. Brighton Beach was lovely. It was beautiful. One of the best days of my entire life, I'll be honest. But we've been talking to Mimi, and she's been just a wonderful guest as usual. And she's always Ta-da! invited to to be here with me if she wants to be here with me. She's the open invitation. Is there saying it on here, guys? We've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen. The other guy isn't here. Um, usually this is an objectively incorrect podcast so we're not trying to be factual we're just sharing our truth with you completely subjective check us out on Facebook at objectively incorrect spelled N-I-N-C-O-W-R-E-C-K-E-D incorrect incorrect like you know wrecking ball came in like that bam, 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 boom, boom, boom. love having you guys here hope you guys listen again and peace no gang signs okay <laughs> what You don't let me touch me, man. Peace, no guys. It's actually a reference to Iron Man.